Hello, everybody. We are back. We are here. It is Monday. It is the beginning of the week, and we are here to help you start your anime life. I'm Mary. You are listening to episode 152 of your favorite anime podcast. This is Anime Double Play. You're probably wondering, is this the episode Thomas Returns? Well, guess what? Spoilers. It's not. He's still gone. <laughs> but that's okay, because we are just sending this whole podcast thing around the friend group, and I actually have someone's voice you haven't heard this week, and I'm very excited to do the show with him, and I'm so happy he could join me today. I want you to have a warm welcome to my friend Chris, also known as Avocado on the Discord. Chris, thank you for coming today. That was the best welcome I've ever gotten in my life, so thank you, Mary. That was great. Oh, shucks. Um, I actually should have asked you before we started if you wanted me to address you as Chris or Avocado. Uh, Chris is fine. Chris is fine? Yeah. Okay. Um, Ganon goes by Ganon, so I just had to make sure. As long as I can call you Mary. Yeah. Okay. You could, yes. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So um, how's it going? What's up? How's your quarantine? Uh, not bad. I mean, I've been going back to work for like six weeks now, so my quarantine's pretty much over. But I'm not sick. I'm exercising a lot. Not bad. You know, like you said, solid B's all around. Kind of like decent, but not great. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, that's all you can do. Uh, good. Yeah, things are good. Things are better now that um, summer has happened. Mm. Well, There's, it's um, like ninety degrees outside every day, but you know. But I'm a big I'm a big swimmer, oh. so I've been spending a lot of time at the beach. So it's a good excuse to um, from a game I really love. Wake up, get up, and get out there. That is not a reference I get, I'm sorry. That is a Persona 5 reference. I thought you knew me, Chris. I, I've never played Persona. I know. I only know the guy from the Super Smash Brothers game. I think Joker? Yeah, that's that's really yeah. the only guy you need to know from that game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, things are good. Can't complain. Um, ben, have I been watching a lot of anime in general? No. Have I been watching a lot of anime today? Yes, I have been. But before I talk about me and... I always talk about me on this. Have you been watching anything, playing any games? Like, what's up with, with you in your anime life? Not really games, but uh, I've been watching, like, a decent amount of anime, I guess. Uh, like, seasonally, right now I'm only really watching uh, ReZero Season 2, which I believe you just started Season 1. So, last season, though, was pretty good. I mean, there was, like, the uh, Love is War. There was Tower of God, which, you know my thoughts on that. <laughs> um, I finished watching the entire uh, Monogatari series. I actually have one episode left of the entire show, oh. so I need to get through that. But so you've been liking it? Yeah, I, I love it. It's one of my favorite shows, actually. I know it's. A, I, I think the anime community is pretty divided on that show, but I, I like it myself. Yes, I've never watched it, but I've never watched it because my brother has said it is his least favorite franchise of all time. <laughs> And I believe I just used the word divisive. Yeah, right? Right. So, yeah it's, it's pretty pretty split. Um, yeah, I, I actually really like the show. It's, it's visually amazing. The characters are amazing. The relationships between the characters. Just all around, I think it's a pretty good show. There's a little bit of fan service that's a little excessive, but, I mean, I think some people argue it's there for a purpose. It's meaningful fan service if that exists. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I've just really enjoyed it. You know, it's uh, kind of like non-sequential storytelling, um, lots of like mystery kind of woven in things like that so yeah all in all it's a it's a good show I would say yeah I was gonna say the one thing I know about the Motogatari series are the visuals and that they're phenomenal 
Like, the, yeah, it's such there's a, a ton of like references and everything. Yeah, too, it's yeah. such a beautiful looking show. Like, I've, I'll just watch like a quick AMV and no, have no idea what's going on, but be like, colors, pretty. <laughs> yeah. So, and it does do a lot of stuff where it just like throws images at you. There's a lot of like, you know, when the characters are talking, it's a very dialogue heavy show, right? So, when the characters are talking, there'll be like flashes of different images to kind of like represent what the characters are talking about. Just, yeah, and they have like, crazy good animation i don't know how much budget they threw at this but like even in scenes where there's characters talking they'll be like dancing in the background and things like that where you're like they spent like thousands of dollars on that but hey it's a good show so i don't judge right cool cool so yeah that's good to have so you're just watching the season so far um ray zero yeah season two okay So um, I watched two new anime this morning from season two. I watched Decadence and I watched uh, God of High School. I've heard of God of High School. That's supposed to be based on like uh, another webtoon. Yeah. Tower of God. And I was nervous because I did. I dropped Tower of God. It just did not interest me. (laughs) Um, I thought the main character's face just was too dumb. Like, it just wasn't vibing for me. But I was very surprised by God of High School. I really enjoyed the first episode. Um, Okay, I'll have to give that a shot. That was kind of on my, like, maybe list. Um, I know it's, like, really action-based, and it's, like, almost like a tournament uh, tournament arc, like, the show type of thing. Yes. Hard yes. But the first episode's fun. It's, like, the main character, the only thing that gets me is that his pupils are stars. And I'm like, why do you have... So it's, like, one of those, like, stylized... It's a little stylized. It's not too bad. It's like the main character looks like the main character of Digimon, but older with like star eyes. He has the exact same hair. Um, but the first half of the episode was really funny and you it establishes like the core three people and they meet in the first episode. And I was kind of like, they're cool. And then the second half, they get into the tournament and they tell you what it's about. And then um, the, the crazy thing is the tournament is for anyone. You have to like audition or like, get accepted into the tournament but anyone can join and i'm like why is it called god of high school if they're like grown-ass men oh wait it's not just high school no like everyone's there okay i i had no idea what the show was about apparently so i didn't i'll have to give it a shot yeah does it have cool animation yeah it looks pretty good okay that's one of the things i like about anime yeah so and like there was the in the beginning of the episode there's like this group of like guys in karate outfits and they're crying and they're like we didn't get into god of high school tournament and i was like you guys are like 50 why would you and then i when we got to the tournament i was like oh I just like all of seoul south korea is here let's go so which is also good it takes place in korea i hope okay. i hope that will be refreshing hmm. just as a change Maybe if maybe if it ends up in a high school, it'll be a Korean high school and not a Japanese high school. So that might be nice. Yeah, I feel like so many shows end up in high schools and they're all like Japanese high school. So I've learned so much about like Japanese high school culture through watching anime. I don't know how accurate or realistic it is, but, you know, I feel like I've learned about it. Maybe I'll learn a little bit about Korean high schools now. Yeah, right. Super fun. Uh, but that was good. I definitely, I'm going to give that the three episodes, I thought. And it's colorful. I was on board. Um, okay. The second one I watched was Decadence, which was the one I was excited most about uh, based on the summary. And it was pretty good. It was good. Um, it's on Funimation. I don't know anything about that one. Okay. So. It's on Funimation. I don't know if you have that or not. I don't think so, no. Okay. Well, it's about this, like... It's in, like, this post-apocalyptic world, and um, it's about this, like, 
funky teenage girl named Natsume who's like super cute and she when she was younger she snuck out in her dad's truck while he was like going on site to like research something or do whatever in the battlefield and they get attacked by monsters and the dad dies and she loses her right arm and then it takes place years <laughs> that later pretty brutal yeah but it it, it is uh, but then years later the anime kind of starts that was kind of just like the coda in the beginning and she's like 16 she has a mechanical arm and she's trying to join the military because she wants there to be peace but it's not like morbid at all like she's super spunky and fun and um, she doesn't get accepted into the army because she doesn't have an arm makes sense <laughs> army <laughs> no uh, <laughs> I cringed while I said it <laughs> But, uh, so then she ends up having to, like, clean one of the ships, and she meets up with, like, this older man who runs the ship, and they kind of are gonna start forming a relationship, and I, then at the end of the episode, there's this big battle, and she gets swept into it, and the main guy, the older guy, saves her and starts, like, beating the shit out of all the monsters, so I think they're gonna team up and start fighting together. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds pretty interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to give it a shot. It was cool. I don't know where else you could watch it. But I, I'm overdue for starting a Funimation sub anyway, so I'll get on that. Okay. Yeah, it was the best one. Um, VRV was Crunchyroll and Funimation. Oh, uh, yeah, unfortunately. I think now it's just like High Dive or something. And yeah, Fun, or, so and I, Crunchyroll. I had VRV and then I had High Dive, which was only three ninety nine a month. So it was just like the best. <laughs> and then um, I actually use uh, Ganon's Funimation. <laughs> So. Should we be saying that on a on a podcast? No, I think we've said it loud and clear. Okay. We got lunch one day because um, we used to work in the same building. And he was like, I'm making a Funimation account right now. I was like, cool, text me that info. And he just did. And I was like, thanks, <laughs> man. Awesome. I mean, I am using my friends like Hulu, Disney+, Plus, HBO Go, uh, sharing like a Spotify family account. So yeah, I think people expect it these days. Oh yeah, I pay for Netflix, Thomas pays for VRV and Hulu, but I also pay our, we have to pay a yearly SoundCloud account for the podcast, which is like $160. What? It's like for so much. SoundCloud? Yeah, so wow. he, he covers most of the streaming services and I cover the pod. Yeah, sounds like a nice distribution. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's what I watched today. Um, I also caught up in Fruits Basket, which is good. We're getting into some of the juicy, juicy drama that I love in my shoujo trash. Gotta <laughs> love it. Uh, have you seen that or no? I, I doubt it. I haven't. I've heard really good things because right now there's like a 2019 reboot, right? Yeah. And yeah, I, I've heard that it's just it's really good, but I don't know. I, I could never get into romance anime necessarily, so I haven't really given it a shot. It is. I read the manga as a kid, and I it was like one of those series where like that it really got me into the whole manga thing. But um, for some reason, the reboot isn't like. I feel like there's something different about it, and it's supposedly following the same thing as the manga. I don't know if the pacing's off or if some of the the delivery's weird, but it's not. It's still very good, but it's not having the same impact that it did when I read it. And that could be because I read it 15 years ago. Or it could be because <laughs> yeah. something's wrong with the anime. So I'm just trying to see if it's personal things, like I'm older and things are different now, or if there's an issue with the adaptation. But um, And that's something, yeah, I've definitely noticed about anime is like 
your mental state, where you are in your life, can really affect how you feel about a show. Um, actually, that's probably a pretty good lead into our main topic. But uh, yeah, like I don't know, like shows like uh, especially um, uh, Shinkai movies, like like Weathering with You, yeah. Your Name, things like that. I feel like they hit you differently based on where in your life you are, right? Like I know some people really like um, Garden of Words. Uh, some people like mm-hmm. five centimeters per second because they all contain different themes that hit you at different points in your life. Yeah. I love anime. It's so great. <laughs> yeah. No, it's one of my favorite art forms now, I would say. Yeah. I try to watch every, I used to watch it every year, but now I try to watch it every couple years, fully coolly. Oh, that's like a classic. Yeah. It, I guess you consider it. Yeah. It's great because it's six episodes. So it's like a <laughs> night and you're done. But um, that hits me a different way every time. And plus, it's a really weird show. So you don't even understand it the first time you watch it every way. Anyway, but when you keep watching it and you kind of, you grow up and then you go back and you get more stuff, it just keeps developing. And I think it's really cool. I think I've only seen that once. And that must have been at least like 10 years ago now. So I'll have to watch it again, see if it hits me differently. After quarantine or when we're allowed to be in the same room together, we should get the group of us for a... um, a movie night and we could just sit for three hours and watch all of Fooly Cooly. I mean, I'm down for that. That sounds like a great night. That'd be fun. Anyway, before <laughs> we jump into the topic, um, as you kind of mentioned, I started Ray Zero season one today. What do you think so far? Okay, so when it was originally coming out, I watched the first episode with Thomas. We were home for the summer it was back when we were in college or whatever, or we might have just gotten out of college and we were both home. And I remember that the first episode was a double. It's like a 50-minute episode. And I watched it, and I was like, eh, that was weird. And then I left the room, and Thomas like watched the rest of the show. Oh. <laughs> so the first long episode didn't grab me. And then I kept seeing stuff like... I've seen a couple of, like, there's Rem stuff, and then there's, like, Amelia stuff, and I watch clips, but I was just like, yeah. But I also knew it had a darker side, and I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. okay, this show, like, people really, people love it. My brother liked it. He wasn't, like, obsessed with it. He was like, yeah, it was pretty good, but he didn't tell me, like, you need to watch this show. Um, but then I looked at the season, and I was like, it's pretty light. There's not a lot I'm actually going to be watching. I need to watch the new... Um, Masaaki Yuasa movie that came out on Netflix, Japan Sinks. Oh, okay. It came out last week. I really need to watch that. But anyway, um, I was like, I need something to do. I'm trying to read One Piece. I have 300 chapters left in One Piece. But you, I <laughs> that is such a long show. I know. Well, I start. I I was reading it weekly, and I when I oh. entered college, I was like, I just had a lot going on, and Bleach had disappointed me to no end. So I was only really reading Naruto. I kind of dropped One Piece because I just had a lot going on. So now, in the last almost eight years, ew, <laughs> since I stopped reading One Piece, they've had like 300-ish chapters. Uh, a little more. So I'm trying to catch up because Thomas wants me to. I was going to try and catch up before they hit um, chapter 1000, but they're on like 982, and there's no way I can read that much in like... 20 weeks but we'll see i mean we're in quarantine right so anything is possible i guess so but i was like to break it up and since my roommate has started going to work again i can watch anime during the day while i work i was like let me find something to watch while i'm working and i knew raised zeros 
season two was coming out. So I was like, I should try Ray Zero. And I looked and I found the dub. VRV has the dub. Because I like, you can't actually be productive at work and watch a subtitled show. Like, it's not. Oh, yeah, it's, that's impossible. Yeah. It's not possible. So I've been watching the dub and um, it started. And I was like, okay, I remember this. I remember this. And then, so it starts your Subaru. With, talk me through this, Chris. Like, this guy. He's in his sweatsuit. He's at the cone beanie. He's buying ramen and potato chips. He's supposed to be like a video game shut-in, no life, just like sits in his room. That's what you get when you emish- That's the characterization when you initially meet him. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. He gets transported to this world, and he's super funny, super caring, athletic. Like, he's just like this friendly, all-around nice guy who's like super yeah. social. Like, what... The- <laughs> X does not equal Y. I don't understand. Yeah, honestly, I don't really remember at this point. I, I think there was the implication that, like, even though he was kind of a... Is the word, like, uh, hikikomori or yeah. something? Where you're kind of just, like, a shut-in. So even though he's kind of doing that, he was still, like, exercising. He was still working out. So he's, like, kind of fit. Um, as for the social thing, I, I don't know. Maybe because he's in another world, he can just pretend, you know, fake it till he make it. Who knows? So I was very taken aback. I was like, whoa, this guy is awesome. And I didn't expect him to be. Um, So then you meet Amelia, who I love right now. She's my best Mm. girl currently. And then you meet the thief girl. And I'm like, okay, two girls. Okay. And then you meet the bad guy, booby lady. I'm like, (laughs) okay, okay okay we're still okay and then you meet the night guy reinhardt i was like that's a guy that's good and then you meet the maid twins and the girl with the pigtails betty and i was like oh no there are just so many women oh no oh no oh no and i was starting to get nervous and then you actually commented in the discord and you scared me you said people who think ray zero is a harem is just bastardizing the word harem they're just bastardizing the show it's not that at all like it gets so much better and i was like chris okay you're, you're chris now bastardizing my words <laughs> let me i'm gonna pull it up because i okay. was like whoa yeah. okay i can't talk bad about ray zero right now i gotta stay focused um i was i was okay. talking bad about people it's that talk ha- bad about the show it's a harem in the same way attack on titan is for aka a gross misdirected reduction of the show i was like yeah so Shit. <laughs> What I was trying to say there is, like, people, you know, all the all the memes about the show are basically, like, Rem memes, Amelia memes, stuff like that. I mean, you've probably even seen minor spoilers at this point, but I won't point them out to you. But, like, I don't know, people people kind of, like, pretend the show is a harem when that's not really even, like, an aspect of the show. That's kind of what I meant. Like, Attack on Titan is not a vor show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people get eaten and stuff like that, but that's, at the core, not what the show is about, right? It's It's more like you're discovering this new world where there's a lot of crazy shit happening, um, and that's kind of the same thing with uh, Rizura, I would say, right? Like, it's not really about the girls. And, yeah, just like with Monogatari, there's a lot of, you know, cute anime girls. Um, but, yeah, I don't think calling it a harem is really fair. Yeah, I don't think sense. so either because it nev- it looks like it's about to cross that line and it never does. And I was surprised while I was watching it. That's why when I was talking about it on the Discord, I was like, it's giving me harem vibes, but it never goes there. And I kind of think it's interesting how, like, within a second, it goes from, like, yeah, everything's good to, like, total horror. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal of a show, right? Like, you have an episode with, like, really cute twin, you know, whatever 
they are like maids Mm -hmm. and then spoilers he gets his like head bashed in or whatever right so it's got a pretty cool juxtaposition of like that cute anime girl thing and then that like really visceral gore like um him you know straight up dying multiple times over and over um so yeah i would say it's pretty interesting yeah yeah it's definitely a different one yeah, so I'm enjoying it so far, and I'm watching it in English. And at first, I was like, oh, the voice acting's good. Whatever. And then, like, the second time Subaru dies, not a spoiler, um, I was, the guy's, like, screaming. And I was like, wow, this whoever plays him, I should look it up, who voices Subaru in English, is doing an amazing job. Like, okay. he is bringing the fire. I mean, his screams are a pretty important part of the show, so... Yeah, I would say the dub has to do that justice. Yeah, so... And um, so, uh, Sam in the Discord said that there's a director's cut, but it's only in Japanese. There are, like, some scenes that aren't in the... I guess the anime that was broadcasted. Like so the TV? Yeah, so... I want to I, I actually only watched it as the director's cut because I actually started watching it because that was coming out. So I never watched the original TV run. Um, but I was reading about the differences, and there's not really any differences like anything major it's just like a few uh like where they'll hold on a frame for a few more seconds uh it's not really different until the last episode so that's where i would say like if you have time on episode probably like 24 25 or 26 Mm -hmm. i would watch director's cut just for that transition okay i might watch both just to see what it's like um but yeah i'm 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 not really into it but i'm into it it's interesting i'm wondering what the hell's going on like why is he coming back to life? What are the checkpoints? Like, what, yeah, what does a checkpoint... Yeah, that's like the mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that mystery part of the show, because you don't really fully ever know what's going on, uh, but there's enough pieces where you kind of get, like, hints. Um, yeah. I, yeah, for me, it was, like, a solid, like, 4 out of 5 or, you know, 8 out of 10, whatever your scale is type of show. You know, not, like, life-changing or anything, but, like, a, a solid drama. Yeah, exactly. So I'm curious... Um, I'll probably, honestly, finish it this week. <laughs> so, I mean, um, if, if you're watching the dub. Yeah, exactly. I have a lot of meetings tomorrow, but I think I can make it work. I'll probably get up to 10 or so tomorrow, and we'll go from there. But I've, re- I've been enjoying it, and um, a lot of people in the Discord have watched it, so I'm, hap- I'm excited to talk about it with everyone. And also, if you are listening and have not joined the Anime Double Play Discord, please email us at animedoubleplay at gmail.com for an invite, or go to our Twitter at Anime Double Play, and you will see a link to the Discord pinned to our profile page. We would love for you to join our anime community. That is called having a shameless plug way too late in the episode for anyone to actually hear it. I was just about to comment on how smooth that plug was, actually, but hey, you did it. Yeah, I'm not, I don't really like the self-promotion, which is why no one actually really listens to this podcast. We get like 30 listens on an episode, which is fine. Half of them That's are probably like bots, solid. but yeah, yeah, we do what we can. We, we don't have the money or the time to put into marketing, so here we are. <laughs> All right, so now... Unless you have, do you have anything else to say about the topics we have discussed? Uh, no, we can, we can forge on. Okay, so now we're going to get into uh, the meat of the show. Actually, no, I forgot. I'm going to ask you some questions. Oh, okay, <laughs> here we go. So uh, for those of you who have listened to the pod, you know that when we have a new 
co-hosts on the show, we like to do a spontaneous interrogation called Interview with an Anime Fan. Just to, you know, it's fun to see how different anime fans come into the medium and their different experience with it. And it always goes in a different direction, and anime's cool. So I just thought, Chris, that um, we'd kind of go through your anime life experience. How did you get into uh, watching anime? Well, that's a tough one. So I remember, like, uh, what was it called? Toonami back in the day. I watched a Hell lot of that. yeah. So I watched like some like there were like Gun Gundam show I, I don't remember which Gundam there was Gundam there was like Dragon Ball Z stuff like that so mm-hmm. that kind of got me into it but I never watched like every week type of thing uh, well besides Pokemon Pokemon was a different story I I love Pokemon yeah um, but then I started watching like Naruto and Bleach like the Shonen like quintessential and this was me in like 2005 or something whenever those shows were like kind of peaking mm-hmm. at the beginning. Um, so I watched those a lot and I was watching every week and this is back when I was like pirating and torrenting everything and you know it was I was like playing RuneScape and watching Naruto it was like you know fond memories of those times you know crickets chirping outside and everything as yeah yeah you know Ichigo like had his first Bankai or whatever uh, and then I kind of stopped once I got to college so this was like 2009 um, so yeah I didn't really watch much in college maybe like stuff like uh, Samurai Champloo or whatever like classic type stuff but never anything seasonal um I kind of stopped watching Bleach and Naruto. Uh, and then, maybe like two years ago at this point, uh, I started getting back into anime because of you and some of the friends in the orchestra. Oh! And I believe we were eating that giant ice cream thing, if you remember, like the ice cream with the brownie, the cookie. What an iconic whatever. moment. Oh, that was probably like <laughs> 2,000, 3,000 calories just I, in that shake. And I made you a list. Yes, you did. And I'm still working through that list today because you and everybody else gave me a list of like, 20 to 30 shows and to be honest some of them weren't the greatest so i've, I've watched through a good amount but um like angel beats i think that was the first show i watched that you recommended for me and i like cried on episode what was it, like 11 or 12 or whatever yeah i but, love that yeah. show so much i never expected anime to make me cry and since then i've now cried like two or three times not gonna lie uh actually because we were talking about monogatari there's just one scene where there's this like gorgeous piano track in the background as a certain character no spoilers, but like, you know, something sad's happening. And I'm like, oh man, I'm tearing up at an anime girl. Like, what, what has happened to my life? So, so yeah, since two years ago, I've like, you know, I started watching a lot of anime. Uh, and I guess I can thank you for that. Oh, well, that's so cool. I'm like so happy. Thank you. Ganon actually said the same thing. He wasn't super into anime until he met me. So I guess I just like can't contain myself. I mean, all your recommendations have been good, I think. I don't think I've seen anything bad yet, so yeah, I guess all things considered, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying it as a hobby. Oh, cool. And um, just two things to comment on your story, like, maybe a few. One, didn't know you were a Bleach fan. Join me. Let's go. So, I was a Bleach fan. I stopped watching and like, I want to say they went to like that, what's it like that? in car world or something like that okay yeah 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 Weko i kind of like lost track there and then like every every one of his friends suddenly got like abilities or whatever like like the the chad dude or whatever just got like a punchy arm or something that's the kind of point where i lost a little bit of interest i've heard it gets better after that you know skip all the fillers and everything so at some point i'll probably go back and you bleach, know watch from where i left off bleach is like a really sensitive topic for me <laughs> Because I loved it as a kid. I actually never watched it on Toonami. I 
started watching it online. I would watch it on YouTube before YouTube had like copyright. Mm. And um, the manga goes on too long and gets really bad. And it's very sad because it was such a great show. A great book, great show, and it just like it kept going and going when it should have ended. It came to its natural conclusion and it just didn't stop, and it totally destroyed the franchise. And it's actually really sad. But <laughs> I've heard the ending isn't great. So. Yeah, no. But Rukia Kuchki is my goddess. I adore her. Um, She's like the main female character that was introduced first, right? Like yeah, the black hair. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did like her. So um, she's my Twitter picture basically all the time. Um, I mean, why not? But they're um, animating the rest of Bleach. I think next year it's getting, not a reboot, but it's starting from where the anime left off to finish the manga. Okay, so So I'll probably have to catch up before that time so then I can watch it live. It's so funny because it's animating the part that, like, shouldn't exist. Like, As in, like, the not good part? Yeah. Like, I I can't spoil it for you, but let's say... um, the anime with all its filler and stuff it maybe went a season into like the bad stuff air quotes that you can't see of bleach and then stopped because no one was watching it because it was bad and now they're picking up in like the bad territory and finishing it i'm kind of hoping that they like change it up and make it better so i'm gonna watch it but i think i'm just gonna be hurt the whole time you never know right this could be like a reverse game of thrones where the show fixes the issues yeah, with the with the actual like manga. It's happened before, so we will see. And to be fair, I did like parts of Bleach. Like, I mean, you know, I the power up Bleach. system was pretty cool. Um, and then there's that like iconic moment where spoilers for like 2010. Um, like, you know, you have him playing his theme music and he's like about to do his crazy shit, and then like Aizen just like stops the sword with one finger. That was pretty badass. That's like a great anime scene of like yeah. all time. Um, Soul Society is known as one of like the best anime arcs of all time. It's like the golden era of Bleach. It's like so Was good. that the one where he goes to rescue her? Yeah. Okay, that was like one of the first arcs then. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah, that's like the best arc, which is sad because it's the second one. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we could, I could talk about Bleach forever. My second thing is Samurai Champloo watch rocks. It rocks. And on my first date with Mike, we went to the diner and then we came back to my room and I made him watch the first episode of Samurai Champloo with me. Wow. So you have that show to thank for your entire for your engagement now. And now we're getting married. So thanks, <laughs> Watanabe. I owe you one. I would also say the music done by Nuja Best, one of my favorite uh, uh, like artists. I love uh, him. He's so good. Uh, rest in peace. I think it's been like five, ten years now or something. Uh, yeah, so sad. I've never heard but it pronounced that way. I believe that's how it's pronounced, right? Because it's his name backwards. I've heard so it's like, New Jabez. Oh, okay. New Jabez. Oh, is it? I, I have pen and paper. Is it his name backwards? New Seba June? Yes, I believe that is his name. <laughs> huh. I want to say it's New Jabez, but if anybody's listening, you can correct me on that. No, I mean, it doesn't matter. Seba June. I... Chris, thank you for coming to the pod. You have taught me something today. That's what I do. I'm an educator. Not really, <laughs> but I'll pretend I am. Cool. So, yeah, and what would you say, uh, just to finish it off, the question portion of our show, what would you say, it's hard to pick a favorite show, but if you had to pick, like, a handful of, like, 
your tens, your like S tier shows, what would they be? Ooh, okay. One of the best, easily, Mob Psycho season two. Just between so, you know, there's something I talk yeah. about more later, but like my favorite things in anime are like great animation, great character development, and like you know, that show had both of them in in troves, right? So that's one of them. I feel like I need to go to my uh my watch list now to see what else. Um so this the I don't know how to describe it. So Monogatari, like I mentioned, is nonlinear. Um, what people should watch second after watching, you know, the main uh, introduction of the show, uh, it's it's a three movie series called Kizu Manu Gat- Monogatari. Um, it's kind of like a prequel, but that is one of my easy ten out of tens. Um, I can go into a whole discussion about how like kind of uh, it's influenced by like the French uh, French like cinema aesthetic. Uh, there's a great song at the end. Uh, it's just all in all, that's amazing. So that's another one. Um, Let's see. I really liked Weathering With You. I know everybody likes your name better, but Weathering With You is one of my tops. Uh, Weathering With You was just one. We went with like a dozen people. We had 14 people in the theater, which was awesome. But not me because I was in California. Oh, crap. I forgot. You even bought some tickets for us and then didn't come. I did. (laughs) I watched it alone, like 3,000 miles away from home. So, Uh, you know, that's kind of. But that movie was just crazy. Like, I, I really liked it. I know people had their problems with it, you know, like the gun and like uh, <laughs> the gun. <you> know. <laughs> yeah, like the I gun just, was the gun was loss of innocence. Uh, okay, never mind. Every time um, you thought you knew where that movie was going, it was like, nah, take this instead, and you're like, oh, thank you. Yeah, it was definitely like a different one. So, yeah, I, I liked it. You know, that that whole movie, basically, to me at least, you know, everybody can interpret anime differently. But to me, that was like, it was about finding your place in the world and like really figuring out, um, you know, where your position is in relation to everybody else. And uh, maybe that's like a mid-20s, like quarter-life crisis type of thing. But uh, that's also very relevant to Sing Yesterday with me. Yes. Or for me. I just named the show wrong, damn it. It's okay. Thomas named it something like horrible once. He was like, Sing Tomorrow Yesterday. I was like, cool. Not close, but yeah. he had some of the words right, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he's really bad at um character names. He could watch a show for forty episodes and not know the main character's name. I'm like, that's what okay. Main wrong? character is you should know the main character, but like side characters, that's hard for me. Some characters, there's just like so many side characters, and you can't keep track of all of them. I had the same issue with like Game of Thrones. So it's not just an anime thing. It's just too many characters. Yeah, uh, really funny story quick. Um, John in the Discord, he's one of my childhood friends, and he was starting to get into Bleach when I was getting into Bleach, and he thought, he ca- he called Ichigo Bleach for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm at the part where like Bleach is here, and I'm like, no. Maybe I'm Oh, uh, that's like when people are talking about like Zelda or something, and they're like, yeah, Zelda, you know, Zelda is really, really... Uh, a good like swordsman and everything like zelda's really kicking some ass yeah nope yeah, i know at least two people that would have very violent reactions to that yeah not to blow up your spot john slash i don't even know if you listen to this but uh <laughs> it was so funny but anyway i actually don't even know why the show is called bleach that doesn't make sense to me it, I, I read an interview because i'm a crazy person it was supposed to be like the opposite of what you thought of what you thought of for death because they're soul reapers and they're death gods and you usually think of dark and black so he wanted to um have that contrast so he made it bleach. but bleach 
Okay. Japan. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you're doing like the whole like, like you know how they kind of like co-opt English words mm-hmm. for other meanings. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, because when I, I kind of associate bleach with gods of death because you know if you drink it or whatever then you die. Yeah. Right. Uh, but okay, I, I guess I see what he's saying. Yeah. But also in the same interview, I remember this because I got it in my monthly Shonen Jump magazine when I was in middle school and I was reading it. Um, Rukia comes from the name Lucia, which is light. So even though she's a death god, she still has, you know, this brightness about her. Okay, yeah, because she's kind of, like, pure and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. I see the symbolism. Yeah. But, all right, do you have one more, like, A-plus anime, or should we just mosey on over? Oh, how could I forget Run With The Wind? I was going to make a joke about that when you said you were jogging to someone's house earlier before. <laughs> But, Actually, yes. I should rewatch that show now because that's probably super inspirational now that I'm running a lot. Yeah. But no, I, that's that's another show where like, you know, I mentioned I love character development. That show has such a great cast of characters, amazing character development. So yeah, that that's a like nine and a half or ten for me definitely. Cool. I need to get into it and the dubs on VRV. So maybe after Ray Zero, I'll jump into that. Mm, I'd recommend it. Cool. And then you'll have someone to talk to about it. Yeah, I don't know anybody that's watched it. Yeah. It's sad. You've watched so many of my recs, the least I can do is watch one of yours. <laughs> that might be like the only thing I've ever recommended to you either. I definitely, yeah. If you're going to watch one thing, I recommend that's it. Run cool. with the wind. Okay. Cool. But all right. So now we are going to talk about our topic of the week. So um, Thomas hasn't really been around, so we weren't really able to talk about a lot of season finales and stuff from last season not that we were watching much anyway i dropped listeners i stare at screens all day in my house and then can't keep staring at screens to watch wave listen to me even though it's great there's just so much dialogue that my brain fries um what else was i watching i don't even know but one of them that i definitely made a point to finish maybe two weeks ago was sing yesterday to me which was something Thomas was really enjoying and I was enjoying and we were talking about it. But Thomas isn't here and there was one person who was really vocal about it in the Discord. And that is my good friend Avocado. So I invited Chris on so we could have our say yes, say, bleh, say, <laughs> sing yesterday to me discussion even though Thomas isn't here because I knew you had some feelings about it from your comments in the discord so i thought it'd be a good opportunity to talk about it so um i just finished it yeah like i think i finished watching it on the fourth of july so it's pretty fresh but i couldn't like get into super specifics it was really shocking at the end well i guess before we begin spoilers you've been warned okay um i was like screaming at the end uh, that show had so much potential. There were so many moments where I was just like, what are you doing? No, you can be like a brother to him and have a boyfriend at the same time. So so this is thing called the idiot plot. And it's like, it's basically like when, when, uh, when the events occurring over the course of like a movie, TV show, whatever, only happen because the characters are idiots. And unfortunately, like the last half of that show is all the idiot plot because people just i don't know the characters like kind of got stupid they didn't communicate so yeah the finale i i kind of hated it like yeah i don't even really know where to start i love the first three episodes let's try starting at the beginning then 
Okay. Let's, let's start let's, where most things that. starts. But that was my fault for yelling about the ending because I was just I couldn't sleep that night, so I woke up at like four thirty in the morning and then I just watched like six episodes of Sing Yesterday to me. So I finished at like nine AM and I was like, What just happened? That's not a good way to start your day. Yeah, yeah right. I, I, yeah. I would be depressed the rest of the day. It's totally crazy. Uh, yeah, okay, beginning. Mm-hmm. So I loved it because it was finally like a show about adults and adulthood, right? It wasn't middle school, it wasn't high school, it wasn't high school on another planet or demon high school, <laughs> whatever. It was adults, you know, post-college adults. Um, and yeah, the, the first episode really had to do with like, like I said, I mentioned kind of with weathering, it's like finding your place in the world, like figuring out what you're doing, right? And that's a lot of things. Um, I feel like people in their mid-20s or early 20s have that that. Uh, like kind of like train of thought right because like, like you've graduated you have this degree what next right and yeah the, the characters kind of have that right you have um i already forgot the character names at this point like uh, rikuo the main character uh mm-hmm. and he's kind of like working as like a, a part-timer at like a 7-eleven equivalent not really doing anything with his life he's just you know kind of like plodding along and what i really liked is like in the first episode his coworker asked the question like hey aren't you just not trying because you're afraid to fail? Like you, you come up with these excuses to not put an effort because that way you can't fail. And that's like, that's so relatable. And that's where the show started off. And I loved it. Um, even like episode two, episode three, you know, they had like some sort of like a relationship dynamic talks. Like I was like, wow, I've had this relationship with some of my exes before. So the first three episodes were so good. And it was like just this, this pure show about adulthood and you know, the things you encounter in adulthood and then it turned into kind of like a generic romance, unfortunately. Yeah, one thing, one of the things I really liked about it that stuck out to me in the beginning was the aesthetic. Like, I didn't realize it was taking place in like the mid-90s until I saw like the CD players and stuff. But there was just something really earthy about it. Like, I don't know if it was the color format or like what was going on, but I was really into the way that it looked. It had a more mature vibe for being what I thought was going to be. And it kind of was, but a more mature show because there were adults. Um, and I thought it was interesting. I did get a little mad at Rikuo in the beginning because he just totally wasn't trying. And sometimes I get frustrated with people who don't help themselves when they're, and then they become sorry sacks because I'm just like, you can do something, you know? But I know, but I also one of my favorite mangas of all time is Solanine, which is literally about all people like Rikuo. I don't know if you were a part of the Discord when we did a manga read along. We all read Solanine together. I was not. No. Okay, highly recommended. Also, the live action movie is amazing. Um, like, but it, in a in in an ironic way, like it's actually good. Yeah, it's a great it's a great movie. I um, okay. watched it with my sister in high school, and we were both like, we didn't cry, but we were like, whoa, that was incredible. And then I watched it with Mike in college, and he cried, and I was like, oops. <laughs> but uh, so another show like kind of like down to earth about people finding their it's, their way. It's about adults, yeah, just trying adults our age just trying to figure it out and then a tragedy happens and it's about trying to move on from your childhood and from tragedy it's a fantastic show Uh, well movie manga it's only one volume it's like one big volume of manga okay but um, put that on my list yeah i'll send you a link it's really good but anyway it was reminding me of that which i really liked and i wasn't a huge fan of haru at the beginning so I was like, "What's your? Do- Did we even find out why she dropped out of high school?" Uh, 
Well, she dropped out of college, right? Because uh, okay, no. I just rewatched like I thought she, I thought it was college because she was it. She was in Shinako's high school, and Shinako oh. felt like kind of guilty that she didn't finish. Yeah, so I I rewatched episode one uh, like an hour a few hours ago or most of the episode one. But so what happened was um, Haru was working because she's kind of living by herself, but she was working at a bar. And apparently that's like a no-no if you're underage in Japan. Uh, so that's why she got kicked out of school. Oh, that's it? I Yeah. Oh. I, yeah, I don't know how logical that is. I don't know enough about uh, anime and everything. So, or Japanese culture, but yeah, that's what happened in the show. Hmm. Okay. No, I know. Thank you. I guess I just forgot it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't was, think it's super important to the plot or anything. Yeah, I wasn't super into the love triangle. I was like, it was weird because in the beginning, I thought it was such a good first episode where Rikuo confesses and immediately gets rejected. And usually anime end that way. They don't start that way. So I was like, okay, this is cool. Where are we? Where do we go from here? I'm feeling <laughs> this. Um, so that was good. And the first couple episodes were good. And then there were those few episodes where they just added one-off characters that immediately left. Like, yeah, and I think the problem with the show is, you know, it was adapted into 13 episodes. So they kind of had, like, rushed certain things. Yeah. Um, like, I, I'm one of those people that reads, like, the, the Reddit discussion threads whenever an episode comes out. And some of the, the manga readers were like, oh, you know, this person had more or less of a role. And they, you know, they cut out these parts. So unfortunately, yeah, because, you know squeezing everything into like 13 20 minute episodes i guess some stuff got cut yeah so that was kind of throwing me off and then there's um dead guy's brother who wears a safety pin in his ear (laughs) the edgiest of edgy like okay buddy 90s grunge it was just and the worst thing is he wasn't even 90s grunge he's like an art student with a hair a good haircut and he just has a safety pin in his ear and I was it was just so hard to overlook so then we had the love square and this is where I would start having issues Shinako loves dead guy dead guy's brother loves Shinako Rikuo just kind of loves everyone and Haru likes Rikuo and you're like okay but then you see Shinako trying trying to use Rikuo to get over dead guy and you're like okay this is good and then when they started going out, I was like, great, this is great for both of them. And then it could have been great for both of them, and it just wasn't because they were just overthinking everything. Like, yeah, Riku, if you date another girl, you're going to break Haru's heart. And then you're like, man, why is this happening? What, what, what the hell, man? What do you think's going to happen? And I don't know why brother got so mad. Like, I guess he is crushing on Shinako. But also, like, why does Shinako have to choose there's no choice you could still have a family and a boyfriend i was furious so it was like she she like created this false dichotomy in her head like oh you know because this kid's still in love with me i can't date him because or i can't date uh you know the main character because i would lose this familial friendship thing like i don't know like i was saying idiot plot like people why why can't people just communicate and i get that yeah it's anime it's got to be entertaining and everything but like you know if she'd just be like hey i'm never gonna date you because you're kind of like a creepy 15 year old and you remind me too much of my dead love and yeah it's not gonna happen but we can still be friends so i'm gonna go date other people but no uh she kind of like strung him along the whole thing with like her 
not telling, um, like when they were secretly dating, her and uh, Rico were dating, her not telling the kid, I think uh, Ro was his name, like Ro yeah. Kuhn or whatever. Ro Kuhn. Uh, just like not telling him, like, uh, and he, the characters are just being stupid. And yeah. that definitely turned me off to the show, especially towards the end. And like, okay, they're dating or whatever. And it's like, they've been dating, it was like, what, for like six months? And I think they not even like kissed or whatever. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. And it's like, I guess her choosing the brother is her choosing. Because if she doesn't choose the brother, she loses her connection to the dead guy. And that's yeah. it. So I guess in the end, she doesn't get over it and chooses the dead guy. And that's like her character arc, right? Like, originally, I thought her character arc was going to be like finding a way to move on, finding, um, you know, finding meaning in the past, but still having a future. And that didn't happen. She kind of got stuck in the past and like, yeah, I don't know. And then the worst thing of all is that literally that is the reason why they broke up. Because she chose someone else and Rikuo accepts it. It's not even like Rikuo realizing he's in love with Haru. At least I didn't get that at all. So their breakup kind of seemed like a... It was mutual. But I, Yeah, it, it, it was mutual. I think they were both kind of having like, hey, hey, I'm not really feeling it. For different reasons like he's not feeling it because he's getting mixed feelings from her she's not feeling it because she's still in love with her dead they weren't even boyfriends by the way like she's just like her, her dead uh i don't know what the right word is because she never actually childhood dated friend she never dated the childhood friend right she like yeah, they, was she was just sick. like taking care of him yeah so i don't know i guess yeah both people weren't feeling it and then it was kind of like a mutual break off and like to be fair that scene was like gorgeous animation and everything it was like this nice park with you know pretty yeah. art and everything and then the ending happened and it's like oh by the way haru i ignored you for like i don't know six months a year i know i, I was in love with this other girl i was chasing her i kind of like blew you off for forever by the way um you know hey your crow made a noise and that's how we reconnect and now we're in love and happily ever after come on it come was on. it was rough one to go back to that awesome scene i loved how they were just sitting on the bench like, usually in anime, when there's a big conversation going on, there's, like, wind blowing, they're on a cliff. It was just two people on a bench in a park breaking up. And, like, that's yeah. how it happens. Yeah. And yeah. that was very, I feel like, symbolic, right? It wasn't, like, like you were saying, like, wind blowing or whatever. It was just, like, it was calm. They both accepted it. It was very representative of, like, their type of relationship. Like, almost, like, boring? Maybe that's the wrong word. But, like, nothing nothing crazy, nothing exciting happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it made sense that their breakup was kind of, like, in this calm you know this this park yeah. basically and the worst thing is that he goes back to haru and says like i actually loved you i've always loved you and it's like no you didn't you weren't even even when you were going through like realizing that it wasn't going to work with shinako you it wasn't because you were thinking of haru it was because shinako was messing up like he yeah, never exactly. showed yeah. any kind of affection really i mean he did get freaked out when her house got broken into which like wow Canada that was like more of a protective man. thing than a romantic thing I exactly feel like. so like so the, the only time i think he did show a little bit was when that like her the guy that was in love with her from her past you know like the one episode the dude that showed up for one episode he was kind of jealous and that's the only time i feel like he ever showed really anything for her yeah yeah in 13 episodes you don't show anything for this girl and then in the last 10 minutes, you decide you're in love with her. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, I guess. It wasn't. It was a bummer because it, 
it looked really good. It had a good premise, and it just it kind of goes against everything it was going for at the end. Right yeah, at the completely end. agree. Yeah, like a show about like a realistic show about adults like figuring out adulthood into a melodramatic like generic romance type of thing. <sighs> yeah, I do have to say I was happy the bartender got the guy. She gets oh, engaged. Yeah. yeah. And even um, like his his best friend that was kind of like pushing him along, like right he he marries that girl and everything. So and the yeah, side characters are all happy. They rocked. I love the random guy who gets married, and he's like, "You're gonna shoot my wedding because you need motivation." Yeah, you're he's like come... a wingman. He he's just a great guy. He rocks. You're gonna come to my Christmas party, and then he gives the wife the gift because Rikuo's a nice guy too. It's like it, the side characters were great. Um, there was one more side character I was going to talk about, and then I forgot. It's gone. Oh, um, the guy at the Konbini, uh, the blonde guy. He was great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he definitely, like, he set up the beginning of the show. He asked some of the questions, like, you know, what are you doing? Like, this cute girl's coming to visit you. Are you are you into her? So, yeah, he was kind of a bro for the first few episodes. And then I expected more from the band. So at the beginning... Rico's taking photos for his friend's band's album. And he takes the picture of Haru with the crow. And I kind of thought, like, that was going to come back. Like, they were going to make it big. And you would he would be doing something. And he'd look. And he'd, like, see Haru's face plastered somewhere. And, like, I don't know. I thought it, it doesn't matter what I thought because it didn't happen. But I just expected more from that. Yeah. It ended up being kind of like a, like a smoking gun that never went anywhere type of thing. Yeah. It would have been cool if, like, he broke up with Shinako and then he, like, turned and he saw, like, a poster on a bench and it was of Haru and he was like, oh, and he, like, realized something and then it was, there was just nothing. It was pointless. Yeah, yeah, that thing with the poster, like you're saying, that would have been better than just being like, oh, well, I guess she's here and I'm in love with her now. Yeah. Woo. Um... So something to comment on that you had said before. You said you don't really get in... Wow. Excuse me. You said you don't really get into romance anime. Why? Because mm. it's weird that you were watching Sing Yesterday to me. So I watched it because I had seen the clip from episode one or two uh, about how the show is about like adulthood and, uh, you know, like basically your mid 20s, which I am now officially in my late 20s, which is sad to say. But that's why I got on the show originally. So, um, yeah, because I thought the show would be a show about adults with, like, a lot of, uh, like, parallels to modern life, even though it takes place in the 90s. Uh, I didn't think it was actually going to be as straightforward of a romance as it was. And I would also like to say, another show I watched last season was uh, Love is War, which is technically also a romance. So maybe I like watching romance, but, you know... That show's more of a comedy, and I watch it for the comedy. That's so. definitely a comedy. Have you ever watched, uh, this is a great show, but I don't know if it's for you, and I don't want to ruin my streak of good recommendations. Um, but have you, <laughs> Go for it. Have you ever watched Toradora? Uh, no, but I've seen memes of the main girl, uh, like Taiga, I believe. Yeah. Um, I've heard it's good. It starts, it. it starts funny and silly and, like, rom-com romance, and then it gets really intricate and, like, brings the heat at the end. 
Thomas watches it every year. Every year, Reddit does a Toradora watch-along, and he's watched it, like, once a year for the past five years. Like, he's obsessed with that show. Okay, I like shows that bring the heat. So, you know, I, I don't think I would necessarily watch, like, a straight, fluffy romance type of show, but if you're telling me that there's more to it, yeah, that's Yeah, that's there's drama, show. there's backstory. Um, it came out, it's actually, it's a near and dear to my heart because it's the first anime I ever watched weekly. Oh, it came wow. out in okay. 2008. Wait, so all you have to do is tell me that there's character development, and I will watch it. There you go. You're in. I'm in. Okay. Yeah, Toradora. It, Toradora. Um, I hope you enjoy it. And if not, um, I, I can get people in the Discord to motivate you. <laughs> I, I try not to leave shows unfinished, so... Um... Oh, well, with the exception of uh, K-On, I just couldn't finish that show. I don't know. K-On was like... rough. It, I, I mean, it's so I, I fluffy. It's all fluff. Yeah. And, like, fluff is fluff is okay in the right situation, but I don't... I, I'm not going to watch a show about, like, four or five cute anime girls, like, playing in a band thing. That's, that's not my scene. Now, if there's amazing plot and amazing character development and fluff... I'm in, mm-hmm. but not just like kind of like four cute anime girls. I think the the, the category of that show is actually uh, cute girls doing cute things, which is like a whole genre. Yes, now. that was one of the uh, forerunners in cute girls doing cute things. Um, the hilarious reason why Thomas and I never finished K-On! is that we were watching the second season. Talk about anime hitting you in certain places throughout your life. And they were about to graduate high school and we were about to graduate high school. It was 2012. And my brother, just like, after one episode, he goes, we're not, we would watch all our anime together, obviously. And he just goes, we're not watching this anymore. I was like, we have like three episodes left. We had maybe five. And he was like, nah, this is, this is getting kind of sad. I'm like, this is the funniest, (laughs) fluffiest show ever. But just because it was too close to like our actual graduation, he was like, we're done with this. And we've never gone back. Wow. And how long ago is that now? Uh, 10 years? Wow. Okay, yeah. Like we were talking about, anime hits you differently at different times. Yeah. Um, I need to go back and watch certain movies just to see if like it, it hits me that same way. So something that I guess I forgot to mention about Ray Zero that is coming to my mind now with Sing Yesterday to Me is that Sing Yesterday to Me doesn't, doesn't have an opening theme. It kind of just has a title screen and then it has an ending theme. And I always feel like anime that don't kind of follow the specific format have a reason for doing it like for ray zero sometimes it just has the ending that's just the credits rolling and sometimes half the time it doesn't even have an opening which is a bummer because i like the opening but it, it wants to work the cold open because yeah. it, it's super intense and I, I can definitely appreciate that like for sing i guess they wanted to include that extra minute and a half of plot um, and by the way, we didn't talk about how the background music in Sing was actually pretty good. I liked a lot of it. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice and um, atmospheric. It did a good job. Yeah. So one uh, of the things, uh, and I don't know if you've, I, I don't want to spoil anything for you because you're currently watching it, but um, there's definitely episodes where the ending will transition into the credits and it's, yes. it's got this like really cool effect. I love when that happens. Okay. Yeah, so you're you're in for a treat. I think uh, somewhere in the mid-teens episode, there's a there's a pretty memorable scene. I think where that happens. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just not going to say anything more because I don't want to spoil it for you. 
Yeah. No, all good. I'm looking forward to it. I've been told episode 15 is good, and that's it. So I'm also waiting for episode 15. Don't really know what happens. Okay. I think Uh, I remember that one. But again, I don't want to spoil anything for you. I don't want to get your expectations up or down. Just enjoy the ride. Exactly. But um, for Sing Yesterday to Me, they had these cool, like, picturesque, like, freeze frames. I guess, what am I saying? They were photos. And it would just say, like, the episode on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and with, it, like, a kind of, like, a relevant picture to go yeah, with it. Yeah, or, like, it would be, like, a nice tree or something. And I kind of always pictured it as, like, Rico's photos going through. Oh, and I never I, thought about that. I thought that was so cool and interesting. And, again, it's just, like, a fun artistic thing that the, doesn't end up meaning anything. Hmm. You know? Like, I mean, I guess what would the opening for Sing Yesterday to Me look like? I don't even know. The second ending of Sing Yesterday to Me... The art, I think, is not good. It looks like fan art. Oh, it was like the arcade one with... uh... No, it's like them like with flowers and stuff. I don't even remember remember it. It was very early in the morning when I was watching it. Wait, can we talk about how the show is called Sing Yesterday to Me? And nobody ever sang like yesterday or anything? like That never came up ever? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's talking about how like... um, Shinako's like kind of stuck in the past like yesterday I, I don't know maybe I'm this is probably a reach but that's the only reason I can think it's like even related to the show is because some of the characters are like stuck in the past or whatever yeah I have no idea um I'm actually looking it up right now title maybe they really wanted to use uh the Beatles yesterday but they couldn't get the license for it and that's why they didn't do an opening <laughs> imagine um, the name was inspired by a song of the Japanese rock group RC Succession. So it's not even. Oh, and the uh, the band was uh, the songs from 1991, I think. So, so okay, the, so the manga came that's... out around that time, right? So yeah. Okay, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah, the, well, the bi- oh, they disbanded in '91. They went from 1968 to 1991. So that song was the. Come out, obviously come out in that time period, Mary, go you. Um, but now I want to listen to it to see Can if you... that heightens the experience. We can't, like, listen to it together uh, and talk about okay, it. Okay. But um, we'll post it in the Discord and talk about it there. Um, hmm. How do you say yesterday in Japanese? Ashta. No, that doesn't. I'll have to look it up later. But um, very interesting. It'd be nice if they, like, played that song. Or referenced it at all. I mean, maybe they did and we just didn't notice because we don't know the original song. I, I oh, noticed. that's true. You know what? Maybe that album was for that band. Maybe it was RC Succession. Oh. And what if the album cover was actually Haru <laughs> with the crow and they were just like 20 years early? Or wait, how long has it been since 1990? Oh my God, that's 28 years ago. Yeah. They were 28 years early. What a retcon. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go ahead and guess. Yeah, that, that's not the case. Yeah. Here, I found this. Oh, no. Oh, I think the third ending of the anime is the song. Oh, okay. I don't know that's... if this is true. I could totally be lying on this podcast right now. But I think the third ending is sing yesterday that's the name of the song i'll i'll take your word for it um if 
If Facebook can't fact check like politicians, then who's going to fact check us, right? Right. <laughs> um, I YouTubed yesterday RC Succession, and the first video is yesterday RC Succession, third ending to sing yesterday to me. So, okay. That sounds, yeah, that sounds more legit. Yeah. Though. Unless it's very wrong, it could be it. But we will research and we will follow up in the Discord in case we're lying to the masses. But again, we are just D-list anime internet celebrities so Wait, always... i'm a celebrity now <laughs> yeah yes. okay. I, al- I always say when i'm talking about like my podcast with people i'm like you know i am a d-list internet anime internet celebrity maybe like q-list i i'm gonna and bust that out you know i don't go to clubs but i'm gonna go to a club and then walk up to the bouncer and be like you know who i am <laughs> i was on anime double play that's what's up Let's see if they let me in I am a D-list internet, anime internet, cele- oh, no, a D-list anime professional. That's what I say. Ooh, that you sounds are- good. Anime professional. Anime professional. My sister, like call- my sister calls me the anime archive because whenever she asks me about an anime, I've heard of it and can tell her about it. And she's like, well, the archive is spoken. <laughs> so- That's not a bad title. The archive. Hmm. That's like you could be a, a background character in like a shonen. Yeah, and I'll push my glasses up with my middle finger and be like, ooh. Yeah. You'll get that little bit of, like, reflecting glare as you push your glasses up. Yes, I'll have my uh, ninja info cards. Ooh. Throwback. Okay, we're making an anime now, apparently. We're not yeah. going to be a production studio. Random thing, and then we can end the podcast, because now I'm babbling. Have Did you watch Fastest Finger first? I have no idea what that is. It's horrible, but... I loved it. It's an anime about, like, a trivia team at a high school. It came out maybe two or three years ago. My brother and I loved it. Like, we loved it ironically. We watched it every week and talked about it for, like, ten minutes. So I was just thinking about, like, all the trivia. I was like, oh, how to push the button fast enough. Okay, I was trying to picture where the the name of the show came into play, but yeah, now it makes sense. Yeah, it's like a high school, like, buzz trivia team, and they have to practice hitting the buttons and answering questions. One of the questions, actually, was about Mamoru Hosoda, the uh, girl that left through time and whatever anime director. And I was like, that's dope. But anyway, talking about, like, knowing a lot of stuff reminded me of that for some reason. Okay. I was going to try to segue into uh, Guilty Pleasures, and actually, a show you introduced to me, uh, High School of the Dead, kind of like a trashy show, but isn't I that so it. good? Yeah, I enjoyed it, and ironically, it's funny because I always say I can't watch Kill a Kill because it's porn, but man, do I love High School of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kill a Kill, which I haven't watched, is supposed to be a deconstruction of fan service. So whatever that means, I don't know. I've heard it's pretty good. People seem to like it. I can tell you've been on Reddit. Uh, yeah. A deconstruction. That's Yeah. People are pretty pretentious about anime. Uh, and I feel like sometimes I, I'm not the right age group or demographic uh, for anime, but then I see people talk like that. And I'm like, well, if these clearly professional hipsters are deconstructing anime, why can't I? Exactly. Join us. Anime <laughs> professionals. Putting it's in my bus- resume. Wait, LinkedIn.com. <laughs> job change anime profession my boss is friends with me on LinkedIn so if he saw that I don't know what he'd think you then you just send him this episode and be like think about that 
I'm going to quit and be an anime professional. Yeah, okay. people do. I would love to be, but I don't have the time to put in. Mm. But I, yeah. I like to think I have the personality. Hey. You can do anything you want to do. That's what anime's taught me. Yes, right? Gone I mean, Ray, I... let's go. Oh, that took me a second. Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Huh, cool. Well, okay. do you have yeah, any Yeah, we started fine... rambling, so... Yeah, and this <laughs> happens. And you thought you weren't going to get over an hour. Here we are. Oh, wow. Over an hour. Uh, last thoughts? Hmm. I don't know. What message do I want to send to all the loyal listeners? Enjoy the anime you want to enjoy, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And on that beautiful sentiment, everyone, we are closing out episode 152 of Anime Double Play. Chris, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you had as much fun as I did. It was a ball, and I hope to have you on the podcast sometime soon. And for you guys out there, be safe, watch anime, play games, have fun, and we will see you when we see you. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, see you later. Peace.